hung up on me. Uh, uh, Hector from Camden. Hey, Hector, what do you want to talk to uh, Christina about today? Yeah, I just wanted to say this situation with al-Baghdadi could, could be another quid pro quo that Trump has has done because uh, it was Turkey that was the starting point. Uh, they're the ones that have the, uh, uh, the assets on the ground to find out that he had arrived at that location like 48 hours before the, uh, the attack. And uh, I believe the president of Turkey conveyed that info that uh, that al-Baghdadi was there to the United States. Uh, I understand the United States has bombarded the uh, ISIS locations in that area for the past four years, but it was Turkey that, that started the, the whole uh, attack. They're the ones who found out that he was there and then relayed that information to... Yeah. I, I, don't want, I don't want to interrupt you, but uh, I got the gist, so uh, that's all I need to know. Uh, I will put you on hold, all right? Right, thank you. Okay, hold on. Zero four three five eight 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 four hundred zero four three five or go to andro four hundred dot com andro four hundred dot com attorney CPA Joe Cordell divorce is a challenging time for anybody but if you're a member of our country's military those challenges can impair your ability to perform your duty at Cordell and Cordell we understand the unique problems that military families face during divorce. And these issues range from parenting to pensions, and they require an understanding of military life and law. We've been working to protect guys in the military for over 25 years. Let us protect you on the home front while you protect us on other fronts. Thank you for your service. By the way, unless you're in Missouri or Illinois, I'm not licensed in your state, but that's okay. Our attorneys in your state are. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Philadelphia area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. Offices in Philadelphia, Radnor, and Allentown, Pennsylvania, and Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Michelle Ferrari, licensed in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Fred Connor, a former Marine. Fred Connor, a business owner. Fred Connor, never raised taxes as a township supervisor. Fred Connor is running to be our next Montgomery County Commissioner. Fred Connor is running with a team of Republicans to fix our roads and bridges and get Montgomery County moving again. Fred Connor is pro-life and will defend Second Amendment rights. Fred Connor will stop drug injection sites from opening in our hometowns. Please vote for Fred Connor in Montgomery County on Tuesday, November 5th. Paid for by Citizens for Connor. Women of the Delaware Valley, listen Sunday nights at 7 for Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. It's provocative, it's meaningful, and it's all about you. Sunday nights at 7 on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Free speech, Lucy here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Welcome back. Flowers Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Um, still in discussions. I might be able to get Megan on, maybe, maybe, maybe in the five o'clock hour. We'll see what happens. But um, uh, in also in the five o'clock hour, we're going to have Dan Ferrucci. So we will have uh, a full complement of voices in the five o'clock hour. Um, but right now, we were talking about, as I said, the people who are actually criticizing President Trump for using strong language, not as strong as I would have used to describe. The, um, the justifiable extinction and extinguishment 
of that piece of excrement trash on the soccer. Now, I am also going to give you a heads up to my column tomorrow in the uh, Inquirer. And that was my uh, disappointment with the president. I'm going to flip it, speaking about language, with his use of the word lynching. Uh, as you will recall, earlier this week, the president was referring to the impeachment proceedings, um, and he called them, he said he was being lynched. And, you know, right away, you sort of lose the, um, the, 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 the message of irregularities in the impeachment process, irregularities in the impeachment inquiry process, irregularities in there not being transparency. All of that stuff sort of gets shunted aside. And you have to focus on this inappropriate use of language. Um, and I wrote a column about it. My dad, and I say this often, my dad went down to Mississippi in 1967 um, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and he was registering black voters. He was registering um, black Americans who wanted to run for public office. And he also represented some indigent uh, criminals in, in prison. And my dad had a run-in with the KKK. My dad was physically roughed up. My dad was not, thank God, lynched, but he came very close to having serious physical damage done to him. Um, as I write in my column tomorrow, Leo Frank, a Jewish business owner who was, who was, who was, uh, he was actually he was convicted of raping a young girl. But it was, I mean, that was a, a horrible trial, a lot of irregularities, and his sentence was commuted, and a mob took him, kidnapped him from the uh, prison cell where he was being held the night before he was supposed to be released, and they took him and they hung him, they lynched him. We all know about Emmett Till, a young black boy who whistled at a white woman in Chicago. He was from Chicago, and I believe it was in Alabama that he was lynched. We know about, or you might not know about, 11 Italians who in 1891 in New Orleans were lynched and killed after they were acquitted of killing an Irish police officer. This crosses the color line, although obviously there is a historical reference to color when you talk about the word lynching. But the more important point that I want to make here is when you say someone is being lynched, you intend that that person has been killed. And yes, I know that Clarence Thomas made the comment about a high-tech lynching, but the odds that Clarence Thomas had relatives who really were lynched are a lot higher than the odds that President Trump had family members who were lynched. So that use of language was inappropriate on the part of the president, and I'm calling that out. That is a legitimate criticism because of a historical context. What is not legitimate are people on the left who are using their anger at the president, channeling it, and criticizing his use of the word dog, cowardly, to describe the last moments of a piece of excrement. That there, you know, language is powerful. We talked about that in the first hour. But you can't always, and you can't, I mean, you can't make it as if, well, you know, we're either always going to censor ourselves or anything goes. There's balance there that you need to reach. We only have a couple, we only have like a minute left. Let's go to Hector and Camden. Hey, Hector. 
All right, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, uh, that this situation with al-Baghdadi could be another one of Trump's uh, quid pro quos. That seems to be his middle name, because the reason I say that is because there has been a $25 million bounty on his head, and it was the president of Turkey that had people on the ground there, uh, assets on the ground that found out that he had arrived there, uh, for, and they conveyed that information to the United States. It wasn't a situation where the United States got the info directly from the assets on the ground. The information came through the president of Turkey. So maybe he's going to be collecting that $25 million that he, you know. <laughs> that's a possibility. I mean, those are the facts. I, I understand. <laughs>